Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. Hey there. Welcome back to another episode of Female Empowered. I'm your host, Mr. Gurkha. As per usual, um, today is going to be a really a short and sweet one. So if you have like 10, 15 minutes, to listen, this is the episode to listen to, because what we're going to talk about today is three stress-free stress. I'm sorry. That was like a tongue twist, stress-free ways to say no without feeling guilty. Now, if you're like, yeah, I'm going to call bullshit on that because I never say no without feeling guilty, then I would love for you to listen because I was like that for a long period, long, 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 long period of time. And while I'm not going to say that I still don't ever feel guilty, sometimes I do, but I keep telling myself saying no to this is saying yes to me. Right. So there's a whole mindset around that. Um, you know, Guilt and resentment often reflect an anxiety around saying no that comes with our feeling responsible for the other person's reaction. This is something that I've really been working on. So like my, I am responsible for how I interact and speak with other people. I am not responsible for their reaction to it. Okay. So somebody else might be upset that I'm saying no but I'm not responsible for their reaction to it. Now, unless I'm like, yay, F you, no, then maybe I am responsible for their reaction. But what we're going to talk about today is what you are responsible for and how to maybe let go of your feelings of guilt around the other person's reaction. So when we feel guilty and we feel resentment, we have an opportunity to reflect on whether we are fulfilling our responsibilities to ourselves right? So if we're saying yes to somebody because we feel guilty saying no, then we're putting them ahead of our own feelings, right? Of our own needs. And I don't know about you, but I think it's time that we started putting ourselves necessarily ahead of others. And I I, I speak from full experience with this. I am definitely a people pleaser. I, um, I've been struggling with this for years. I have a really, really, really hard time saying no, or I did. I mean, I remember reading a book in college, that was called when I say I feel guilty. And it was all about how we can say no to people in a nice, tactful way and really teach ourselves how not to feel guilty. And where is that guilt coming from? What is coming up for us when we say no? Um, and so it's been years. I mean, I've gotten out of, I graduated from college, gosh, almost 30 years ago. So like 20, 25 years ago. Um, 25 years ago, I got out of college. So I've been working on this for 25 years. <laughs> so if you're just starting to work on this, don't worry. Um, I've been working on it for 25 years, but I finally have gotten to the place where it is a little bit easier for me to say it because I've worked hard on realizing like I'm not responsible for the other person's reaction. 
All right. What we do need to do is ease the pressure of feeling guilty, easing the pressure of being put on the spot when somebody asks us for something, you know, and I don't, I don't think it's necessarily for business. It's also for like, you know, being friends, family members, moms, things at school. Um, you know, there's always all these things that people are asking us to do. And one, if you don't want to do it, that's one thing. And two, if you don't have the time or capacity or bandwidth to do it, that's another thing as well. So what I'm going to go over today are just three ways I have learned to incorporate how I can say no to things without feeling as guilty. So the first one is one of the things that I've become really, really protective of is my, is my time. Cause I don't have a whole lot of it. Right. And time is finite. I cannot get back time. Okay. I can get back a lot of other things. I can get back money. I can get back, you know, other different things, but resources, but I cannot get back time. So I'm starting. And as I get older, I'm becoming more and more protective of my time. And so if there's something out there that I'm like, if, if someone asked me to do something, I'm like, eh, man, I really don't want to. It's I'm like, okay, it's okay for me not to want to do stuff, you know? So if somebody, if I get kind of put on the spot and not intentionally, but somebody's asking me something and I don't have an answer right away, I will certainly say things like, you know, I'm going to have to get back to you later on that, or I need to check my calendar. Is it okay if I get back to you? Um, I need to check whether or not I'm available during that time. I'm going to get back to you tomorrow or later, or, you know, I'm just, and it's okay to just say, I'm going to have to think about that for a minute. I'm, is that okay if I get back to you? And maybe even take out, is that okay? I'm going to have to think on that for a moment and I will get back to you tomorrow, or I will get back to you by the end of the week. It's okay to kind of take time to gather your thoughts so that you can get really think about it. Think is something you want to do. Is it going to take you away from other things that are priorities for you right now? And, you know, what is be kind of like the end result of this? So telling, asking people, not, not asking, telling people that you're going to need some time to think about it is a good way. Really take some time, reflect whether this is something you really want to do or not do, or have the time or capacity to do it, and then give somebody the answer later on. So let's also say that now, now at some point you have to give the answer later on. So if this is something that you really know, you don't want to do right away, I would say, don't put it off. Just tell them that this is something that you're not able to do right away, because what will happen is if it's really something, you know, from the get go that you don't want to do, you're just going to create anxiety for yourself. And now you have to have this conversation again with somebody. So another way that I really like to say it is to offer a counter suggestion. So if you know that you don't have the time to do something, um, you can offer a counter suggestion. There's no rule against offering friendly advice or helpful information, or really make a counter proposal for how maybe somebody else is available to help them. So things like, um, you know, I have a friend who has an, uh, who is able to actually service your request. So basically let's say like somebody asked me to teach a class. And I'm like, you know what? I actually, I'm, unfortunately, I don't have time on my calendar this quarter to do that, but I do know one of my instructors is able to teach at that time. Would you like me to put you in touch with them? That's something that I could say, 
Okay. Or, um, you know, making an offer that's smaller than your original request. So sometimes I'll have people say, Hey, can I meet up with you to have lunch or something? Um, I just have some questions for you. And I'll say, you know what? I don't have time to meet, but if you want to email me something, I can, you know, do a quick response to an email, something back to you, something like that. The other thing you could do is, um, you, and you don't necessarily have to give, here's a, here's a really perfect example. Somebody wants you to come in at 6.30 a.m. for their session and you don't want to. It's okay to not want to come in at 6.30 a.m. So the answer, you don't have to give them a reason. You could simply say, no, I don't have that time available. That's it. You don't have to say why. You don't have to say that you don't want to. You don't have to say that you're not a morning person. You just say, unfortunately, I don't have that time available. I do know somebody, you know, Jane has that time available. I'm happy to put you on her schedule. All right. So the other thing is the last thing I would say is say it simply, just like that example I just gave. Unfortunately, I'm not available at that time. Here are the times I am available or I'm not available at that time. Jane available at that time. I'd be happy to put you on her schedule. All right. I used to be in the habit of like giving long winded answers. Cause again, I felt bad about saying no, the longer you talk, I think the more people are either like, what is going on? So I say, just simply say no, or I'm not available. I I don't have it on my account. You know, I'm not, I don't have availability on my calendar this month or this year or this quarter, whatever it is. So without beating around the bush is very, it's a very, very effective way to just say, unfortunately, I'm not able to do that. Whether it's something at school, you know, I'm not able to help out this quarter at school. I could probably put it on my calendar next quarter if you want to, right? Okay. So using the words, no, I like it plain and simple. No way, Jose. It's kind of nice. Um, that's going to be a hard pass for me. Um, but really, you know, we don't have to go into long winded explanations. We can offer an, an alternative. I know somebody who is able to help you. I'd be happy to put you in touch with them. Or you can simply say, you know, unfortunately I don't have time on my calendar this week or this quarter. It's another reason why I really, really encourage people to set initiatives for the quarter, right? So when you plan out all your initiatives and all your promotions and everything you're going to do for your business, when someone says, Hey, do you want to partner up for this X, Y, Z? You can say, you know what? We don't have room on the calendar this quarter, but if you let me know ahead of time, what it's going to be, I can see if we can squeeze it in for the next quarter or the next month or possibly next year. You know, and it's a really, it becomes a really objective way of you are staying in integrity with yourself to keep to your boundaries, to not add more things on your plate. And if anything, you know, I really appreciate when people are like, you know, I don't have that time available this week. I might be able to get something in I next week. Like I had somebody, I wanted to interview her for my podcast and she's like, my Q1 is already full. Are you okay? If we push this off to April, you know what? I respect that. I respect having boundaries. Having boundaries is the easy part. Sticking to them is the hard part, all right? So I encourage you to come up with your own ways and and definitely practice it, right? Practice it with somebody. Do some role-playing. But just kind of reiterate what we talked about, the three stress-free ways I say that you can start saying no in your business is put it off, okay? Say, you know what? I'm going to have to get back to you on that. I'm going to check my calendar and see if I'm able to do that or not. Okay. When you're going to tell someone, no, say it simply. Unfortunately, I'm not available at that time, or that doesn't work for me this time. 
then you can also maybe alter an alternative, offer an alternative. I'm not available at that time, but I do know somebody who could step in for me. If you're interested, I'd be happy to put you together. You know, there's also like so much for thinking of me. Unfortunately, that's not something that I um, am able to do this month. Okay, so again, I said this was going to be a really short and sweet episode. So nice, quick 10, 12 minutes, I think. But I know that it's really hard. I know this is something that's really, really hard for people to do. But the more you do it, the more it's like everything else. The more we do things, the more repetitions we have, the easier it becomes. So I encourage you, you know, not to just be an asshole and say no to everything, but I encourage you, like, if it's something you don't really want to do, or you don't think there is a benefit to doing it, you don't have to do it. Set some, you know, boundaries for yourself and start practicing saying no in a kind, gentle, and tactful manner. All right. That's all I got for you today, people. Until next time, my friends, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, please leave a review for the show. This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast and lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you'd love to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your clinic or client-based business, you can visit me at kristagurka.com or follow me on Instagram at kristagurka. That's at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. See y'all next time.